cliffcentral.com. All right, look who's here. It's Rich Mulholland, and uh, we're all very jealous of the holiday he had in Iceland, which sounds like it must have been the most incredible holiday for anybody in 2016. It was super rad. It was you, absolutely amazing. You lucky bastard. But Iceland is fascinating. It's a it's an unbelievable place. I was, you went to the Penis Museum. Yep. I saw penises bigger than us. Do you, you see that whale one? It's still there. Yeah, yeah. It's like a the... dodgy whale penis. It's like this dude, real dude penis. It's like all uh, uh, destroyed. It's like apparently our penises don't stand the test of time as well as other penises. Did you oh. see teeny tiny t- uh, penises as well? I saw some tiny little penises. Yeah. So I, I saw basically a ton, a ton of penis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but that's not fact, why you went to Iceland. I mean, well, you didn't wasn't just go the, for the main cock. reason. <laughs> it was your tribute to George <laughs> Michael. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Look, that is why I went there. But uh, uh, you know, the, when we were there, we we decided to do other stuff as well. Yeah, fascinating place. Everyone should go. So, hot and cold are a big deal in Iceland, right? Yeah. There, so, there are some like, very hot things and some very cold things. Is that volcano? Um, you could say yeah, it. Yeah, Bet you could say it. Uh, what's it? No. <laughs> it's too difficult. <laughs> You're not even going to So whenever they do the two L sign, they do this. So Jazz was they ordering a They pull their to the side. To the side. And, and they and go. And, <laughs> and Jazz, we were speaking to friends of ours who are Icelanders. <laughs> and they were saying, no, the easy way to confuse an Icelander is tell him to use the other part of his mouth. And they can't do it. <laughs> they learn to speak with one side. So their kind of most popular beer is called Gut. And Gut. 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 Yeah. See, now, now can I try to do it the other way? Gut. <laughs> and it's G-U-L-L right, so you, you literally have to pull your mouth Yeah Like someone stuck their finger in your so, cheek And pulled your cheek that way So that volcano is I have played your yolk You know what the funny That's thing amazing. is You know what it means Like this beautiful complex name It means um, Island Mountain Glacier All their names are like Pond with stone Udenfagen <laughs> <laughs> it is super rad. They're very literal. Wow. So the language is 100% phonetic. Yeah. So everything is written. They have none of these like, oh, it was written like this, say it this way. Oh, so it, you wouldn't say the word said, S-A-I-D. Yeah, yeah. So everything would be said the way that, and that's why they have these extra characters and letters because right. it's to tell you exactly what to say. Okay. So theoretically, if you know how to say it, all you have to know is that you emphasize the first syllable. So, I <laughs> Uh, and like the, everything else just falls off a cliff. So, so uh, a friend of ours' name is uh, Sven Hilder, but I would say Sven Hilder. They don't be like because it's like Sven Hilder, and like just a. You only meant to put all the emphasis on the beginning. On the, on the beginning, and then the rest of it's like a blur. The em- emphasis on the first yeah, syllable. Yeah, emphasis on the first syllable. Got you. Uh, have you watched that TV show Trapped? No. No. Uh, so somebody recommended it to me before we left. It's uh, it's um in Icelandic with English subs. It's uh, if you enjoy in any way those kind of British crime dramas, you know those kind of or like the killing or that kind of thing. Yeah, it is like that, and it is phenomenally good. So, how long were you there for? Because it looked like you were there for two, three weeks. No, no, no. We went to France for snowboarding, mm-hmm. and then we came back for a week, and then we went to Iceland for eight days. Okay, so I mean, what kind of a place is this? Because it's in the middle of the Atlantic. It's between Greenland and, and Northern Europe. Yeah. It, it, there's no real reason to go there. It's out of the way. What's extraordinary about Iceland? Uh, so there's a lot. I mean, first of all, it is between Europe and uh, 
And, uh, well, it's also between Europe and, and the North Arctic. America. Yeah. And uh, you actually stand on the tectonic plates between the two continents. So you, stand, you, you can actually go down, dive, and snorkel and touch North America and Europe, continental wow. plates. It's got a ton of – because it's a constantly changing landscape, it's all vol- volcanic. It's got, uh, volcanic. It's got a, a ton of stuff that changes and a lot of big glaciers and a lot of cool things to see. And I guess that's it. It's just like rad stuff to see. But the real reason to go is actually just because the, the people's mindset is so different. Like have you heard of John Gnar? No. So you've got to check this guy out. John Gnar was the mayor. But uh, in 2008, they, had a, they were really, really smashed hard by the financial crisis. And uh, everyone was pissed off. So one of the original guys in the Icelandic punk rock scene who went on to become a stand-up comedian said, this is bullshit, I'm taking over. And he, he created a satirical political party called The Best Party and then got voted in as mayor. Wow. <laughs> he became the mayor of Reykjavik. And um, he like did some stuff and he made some big changes and he did some cool things. And it was it all started as a joke, but people will vote them in. Sort of like Donald Trump. Yeah, and there's no celebrity there. There's something weird to see. There's absolutely no celebrity. So Bjork will stand in a queue to get into a restaurant, and if somebody said, "Oh, that's Bjork," let's get her, let her go in. Everyone, she would be like, "Absolutely not!" And everyone, all the Icelanders would be like, "Why would you do that? Why would you let her skip the queue?" It's they I can't. Love that. The pr- pr- president's house. We went up to the front door, and uh, the prime minister's office. You can just walk in. I could just like walk in and say hi. Really? Yeah, they have. They've got a bit of a murder problem. There are two a year. <laughs> two a year. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Two a year. Jeez, that's uh, terrible. Yeah, Jazz and I were there together, and obviously the worry was, what if you're those two? <laughs> you know, <laughs> on one side everyone's happy because statistically the rest of the year they're fine, and in fact it's not actually two a year. I think it's like they might have three every two years. Wow. Like, like there's just no murder. And when we were booking around, we were booking stuff on tours, and the, the one guy is a Scottish guy runs a tour company. And we were talking, I can't remember what we were talking about, but he was saying that he had this couple come in the other day and tell him that his wallet was stolen. And he said, what? He said, yes, um, I went to this restaurant and my wallet was stolen. He said, you're having a laugh. There's no way your wallet was stolen. They don't steal things here. You can, you can't get stuff stolen. And sure enough, the guy went back and was behind the counter and every, <laughs> every cent was in it. Like if somebody sees what an your amazing wallet, place. I, I, I accidentally paid a, a cabbie. Uh, so it's, it's all these weird thousands of numbers and it was supposed to be 1600 kroner and I paid him 16,000 kroner and he drove away, hooted and came back and said, no, 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 you give me far too much money and give me no, it back. That would never happen here. Didn't so, accept it. So tip. I take it he wasn't one of the guys doing the murdering then. He sounds yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they don't, yeah, he's not that, he's not in that cult. <laughs> don't accept tips for anything. It's the only, ah, uh, if there was even a slight negative, and it's not a negative, but it was, it was a, a slight negative, it's that no, there's no tipping. So minimum wage is so good that um, you just don't tip anyone. Like the Icelanders won't tip anyone. But um, the service then is good enough. It's efficient. But it, you actually realize we're quite spoiled. Uh, bribery, bribing serving staff actually does that, that does have a helpful upswing. So if, if Jazz and I were like playing a card game and the pizza plate was still in front of us, no one would be in a rush to take it away there. Right. Uh, and the one time I said, sorry, do you have some chili flakes? And she said, yes, they are on the shelf. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Go get them yourself. My bad. <laughs> and, and so that's the kind of thing. But it's a, it really is a, a certainly a place that you should add. We, it's, I mean, it was on our bucket list and now we definitely want to book back. Probably 2018 summer we'll go. I've got those 
hot springs and then that very cold sort of wintry landscape oh, and crazy. mountains. It was and- freezing. We were in jackets and jerseys. They would run around. They'd run into the cold North Atlantic. And then they would run straight in, and they would be like red, like you see these beetroot men running back in their speedos, and then they jump into the boiling hot spring. Oh, there's no – everything's off the grid. You know, there's no – they say to you, when you turn your taps, the hot tap and the cold tap come from different water sources. So the cold tap comes from a beautiful spring, and it's perfectly – it's mineral water that you're drinking from the tap. And the hot tap is geothermal. So it smells slightly sulfuric at first. You have to get used to it. But they say, please, guilt-free, you shower and bath as long as you want because it's all just using geothermal. Wow. All the electricity in the country is 100% geothermal. So everything they do, all their car, everything is geothermal. Doesn't it seem that all of humanity should be aiming to be like Iceland eventually? This is where, where the magic comes. As you start realizing, like, this place has it right. You're only 330,000 people, and nature keeps beating you up. It keeps beating the shit out of you, mm. right? So you have to learn. So they eat weird things at times and oh. stuff like that. Mm. You ate that disgusting fish. Fermented they- shark. <clears throat> oh. It tastes like ammonia. You do it as a dare. <laughs> Did you vomit? Nearly, I gagged. Mm. But um, and then I, I ate it, and then I said to Jazz, "Let me see, let me see." And she pressed record when it wasn't eating, and then stop when I did eat it. So she made oh. me do it again. Oh. Yeah. So you've got that video. Yeah. Can we have that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll send it through. Right. It's pretty gross. Ugh. Do they have strange rules like no flushing toilets after ten p.m. or you know like weird stuff like that? Um, no, they have like, like, I mean, everyone's, so fireworks, no fireworks the whole year, except for, um, there's like a, a one week window and then it's as much fireworks as you can shoot <laughs> and all the money goes, you can only buy fireworks from one place and that's search and rescue. So the search and rescue for the year, basically stupid tourists, uh, saying don't drive your car on a glacier. They're like, ah, oh, well, this one looks safe. They spend their life like four times a day. A helicopter goes out picking up stupid tourists doing stupid things. And it's 100% paid for in one week of fireworks. Well, that's a clever way of fundraising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So actually, with everyone hating on fireworks, I feel they've done a good thing. Uh, there's, I mean, obviously, you, you never wear your shoes inside. So you get into a house, you take off your shoes. Well, it's also because you're wearing like snow boots. <laughs> yes, and everything's wet and stuff, and it's just a fascinating place. And the people, are fa- oh, and sex. So, a woman, well, they say if you can't get laid in Iceland, you're just you're just not trying. They have a very different mindset around uh, the attitude towards sex. So there is absolutely no, oh, you're a woman sleeping around, so you're a slag. That does not exist as a concept. If a woman wants to have sex, so the first. Uh, place in the world to have a female prime minister they've currently got i think it's a, if it's a president prime minister i'm not sure but they've got a female lesbian uh, head of state they've got a like they're very and it's not like a thing for them they're not progressive they're not leftist liberals they're just, just ordinary whatever people. man she's yeah. she, like, she, she, she seemed like a, yeah was not that wasn't part of her campaign um and if a woman wants to have sex with you she'll have sex with you because she's in complete control of her own body and she she Jeez. likes sex who would have thought such a revolutionary concept huh anyway I actually have it. If I've got two minutes, I've actually got yeah, something. Yeah. I know you do, but I just wanted to hear all about Iceland. And I hope, I it, would, I, I hope really, it kind of segues in. I, I, I really think so. I actually, I mean, it was a very big soul searching um thing. There's a lot, like I would, I really, really would live there. Like if I could, it was, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal place. Let me you, guess. They've got like amazing internet that comes out of a rock or something. The internet is, <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing. We're seeing this. Oh, the other thing is they have beautiful, um, Love of less, like the little Airbnb we stayed in. It wasn't like these people, like they, it's, it, it's stupidly expensive to live in the middle of Reykjavik, but, um, 
they they have kind of what they need and not too much more. They're not consumer. They're not culture. Yes, they're not overly. Like that's are, yeah. that's the thing. Like the people I went to see, some of our friends there. Uh, I mean, they have a board game collection. Uh, they own a board game shop, so I guess they wouldn't need to have a big. But they're like they have the games they really really want. There's no understanding like why would you want to own 650 games? You can't play that much. They're simply not like that. So they they have what they need and they don't go for more. Yes, and and they they'll buy stuff they want and they'll use it. They won't have superfluous waste. They don't seem like a superfluous, wasteful place. Simplicity. Yeah, simplicity. And, but again, not simple people at all. They're highly, they're almost highly evolved. They're, 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 they're smarter than us to the mm. point of they understand the value of simplicity as opposed to we're simple, simple folk. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so, so the other thing I, I wanted to start off with with the, with the year was, um, so I go to this, this leadership summit in Washington, uh, before I went to France and, um, uh, I'm standing there, I have to stand up and do this speech. And it's like three minutes at the end. I'd already done one little speech, a short little one, early standing ovation from the guys. I was super amped. I had to stand up at the end. There's 28 people in the room, and we had to say who were when we came in, uh, uh, what did we learn here, and what are we going to do differently? And I was amped, and I had everything, and I prepared it. And I stood up, and I felt like bloody Meryl Streep. And I started to cry. And I cried my way through a speech for five minutes. Why? What the hell happened to you? You're not that kind of guy. Well, I'm not, except it made me realize that, and this is, I guess, where the point's going to come in. It made me realize that um, I actually have to start taking control. Shit that's not working great for me is not working great because of me. And um, and I actually had to start turning around and saying, you know, you got a hundred excuses and a hundred great lines for things that you're not in control of. Ah, well, you know, my focus, my business is not my priority. No bullshit. If it's your business and it's your thing, it is your priority. It's your job. And and I, I think I actually stood up and I said, the person I came here was was a liar. Like I lie about a lot of stuff to myself. Right. Uh, this isn't that important. We this all isn't do. that thing. Sure. And and it gives me an easy escape. And bizarrely, I got very emotional in it, and it was a thing. It was like cathartic. And why I want to bring this up is um, I think people last year lied to themselves with a small little thing. It seems like a small thing. But the amount of times I heard people saying, oh, 2016 strikes again last year, to the point that it started becoming an excuse, like, oh, my sales weren't great and things like this. Oh, we didn't make Target again. Oh, and this genuinely was a conversation I had with a friend of mine who's an entrepreneur. Didn't make Target. It was horrific. Oh, 2016, what can you do? No, you can build a better pipeline. You can do many things, but you can't blame a calendar event for stuff. And uh, like I love reading fiction. One of my favorite books is a book by this guy, Kevin Wingle, and it's called People Die. And let me explain something. <laughs> celebrities, guys, they're going to die. I'm going to make a prediction this year that even more celebrities are going to die this year. And it actually makes sense because as celebrity grows – you know, there weren't that many celebrities in the 50s and there's 60s. There's going to be more of them to die. So now there's internet heroes and more. There's like 50 genres of music that all have superstars and all things. There's more statistically more people that can die. And we're confusing this correlation of people, random people dying. Like a bunch of fucking drug addicts keep dying. And I'm like, oh, my God, 2016. No, heroin. Like, come on. Okay. There's stupid lifestyle choices. <laughs> And all I want to do is a cautionary tale this year is to say, let's make that hashtag die in 2016. Let's make the idea of blaming a year. Like, as shit years go, 2016, not so bad. 1945. Yeah. You know? The, 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 1926, and six million people starved to death in the Ukraine. Right, exactly. I mean, there's, we can list hundreds of events of where lots of people were dying for stupid reasons. 
the smallpox. Yeah, smallpox, the plague, the whatever. Uh, you know, and, and I just want to say that we all had a laugh and we all had those 2016 hashtags. But, but later on in the year, people genuinely started to say to use it as personal excuses for why things weren't working out for them. Oh, 2016 strikes again. And I just want to stress that I think that joke must be over. We've had our year where we can blame the year. Let's not, when people yeah, start but, dying this but year. You know what? Here's the problem, Rich, is that what you were saying earlier is that people don't. They look for, they lie to themselves, they find other people and other things to blame for their own inadequacies. I think if it's not the year, we'll find something else to blame this year. Trump. It'll be Trump. It'll be politicians in general. It'll be climate change. I like blaming far lefties. (laughs) That's my favorite thing to blame. It'll be, but it could be those two. Hipsters with their... Hipsters. It could be all kinds of stupid (laughs) shit. Yeah, there's always somebody that we're ready to blame, depending on on how much we hate said, you know, category of people. Right. So I've tried to start this year with blaming, well, at least I tried to end last year with the premise of uh, an understanding of uh, a lot of the time I only have myself to blame. I think that one of the worst human characteristics, and I've, I've thought about this over the holidays, is scapegoating. It's what we do when we can't take personal responsibility for something. Yeah. Whether it's a, another group of people, whether it's an idea, whether it's a religion, whether it's a, uh, a, a piece of technology, there's always something to blame that means you don't have to be responsible. Well, I've got bad news for you. This is going to have to be the year that you decide it's me. I'm responsible for all the destruction and havoc in my life, and I'm responsible for the good. So choose to have more of the latter and less of the former. Right. And I guess I don't want this to be a resolution for me thing. I think it was more of a a realization uh, that happened late in the year. And and the the, the problem for it was that uh, once I came to that realization, there is no turning back. I actually am unable to, to stop the lie now. Yeah. And or or to to carry it on. So um, anyway, so that was that. So, so that was my challenge. Well, here's here's a question from somebody. Um, this this question is: They always seem to roll Elton John out for obituaries when celebrities die. Who will sing for Elton John when he shuffles off the mortal coil? Hmm. Any ideas? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean I, you got to think David guy. David Furness should know how to sing by now. <laughs> But I mean, that is true. Like, will they? Elton John should actually pre-record his own. Yeah, he should. <laughs> Foresight. <laughs> yeah. I lived my life. You know what? <laughs> we can do like a gorilla's uh, hologram type thing. You know, two pack. Yeah. We can two pack Elton John to yeah. sing at his own memorial. Yes. Because he does people die songs. Yes. That that's his thing that's to his do. Thing. Like that's his jam. Like I actually think, if you think about it, it's probably him killing the bloody celebrities. <laughs> it's like, like Murder She Wrote. Yeah, like when album. Yeah, he's like he's like Angela Lansbury of the celebrity music world. Whenever like it's gone for a while, and he needs to up his record sales. He's like, shit, somebody big's got to go. Someone's got to die. Hey, George Michael, pop over for a sec. Listen, <laughs> pass him a needle, and then George Michael dies. And then I mean, I, I mean. Yeah, I actually think whoever that tweet was, they're into Smart. smarter stuff. Yeah, it's very smart. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rich, cool. listen, so good much. to see you. I'm glad you could make it for our first show back um, to set the agenda for 2017. And uh, always valuable to hear what you have to say. We had a piece of fan mail for you earlier, actually. <laughs> Someone said they listened to all your podcasts of last year in a row on a 500-kilometer road trip, and they loved it. Wow. Thank you so much, whoever that is. That's Quentin. amazing. Thank you, Quentin. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm away again until the 7th of Feb. What are you doing this time? 
I'm off on Wednesday to Dubai, and then I'm going straight from there to Canada. I'm doing a speaking tour there. Canada, eh? Canada. I'm going like dodgy places, like Grand, like Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Nice. <laughs> and then that I'm going. Good. I'm back again in Cape Town for a few days. Then I'm going to Portugal, UK, and Puerto Rico. Very. What an interesting cornucopia of places you're gathering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I was saying to a friend of mine, he said to me yesterday, oh, I'm totally jealous. I said, dude, you measure the time you say goodbye to your kids and your uh, wife in hours. Yeah. Uh, so you're winning at life. I, all I get is passport stamps. Anyway, yeah. but but it's cool. It is interesting. I certainly don't feel like a, a victim. No, hell no. Right. And, and I'm very, very happy to hear about Iceland. It's one of those places I've always been fascinated by. Awesome, guys. It was no really fantastic tattoos. to be back. Yeah, well, new I, I don't know if you saw that one. The robot, we had that last year. That was year. just came in, so I've got to do the colors. That's settled now, so I've got to do Looks the colors pretty good, and things. Man. So hopefully next time I see you, I'll have these done, and the whole oh. thing will be full, and I'll be done. Looks amazing. Right. So All right. Kids, take it easy. The ongoing Rich Mulholland project. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, Rich. Reality Check Mondays with Rich Mulholland. Cliffcentral.com.